Welcome to the Freeform Rock Podcast. This is your host, frickin' Mark Taylor. Grab a beard, stay a while, and we do anything. We go from all genres, man. We go from brand to brand and Metallica. So party on, dude. Welcome to Freeform Rock Podcast. Today we're going to talk about a, a newer band with a lot of uh, older people in it. Uh, the Dead Daisies. And I got a special guest today, uh, my former podcast partner, Andrew Jacobs, and a, a regular guest on this show. Say hi, Andrew. Hey, Mark. Hey, uh, Freeform Rock Podcast listeners. Hope you're all doing well. Yeah, so how are you doing, brother? Oh, I'm doing okay. Uh, do, you have anything, do you have anything you want to say or anything? Um, well, no, not really. I mean, uh, there was a, uh, there was a little, uh, a bit of feuding going on, I know, between, uh, yourself and Terrence, but, uh, I actually, uh, uh, apologized to Terrence today for, uh, uh, blocking him on Facebook and, uh, quitting, uh, the Terrence and Jake Experience podcast so abruptly, and he accepted my apology and sent me, uh, uh, friend request in fact so uh, uh, as far as I'm concerned there's no beef between me and him I'm not going to go I'm certain not going to go back to the uh, podcast I do still want to do something on my own and I I uh, I think it was a, a very good idea of yours to uh, quit the podcast and for the record um, something that I will clarify is that uh, Mark and I quit the uh, working with Terrence uh, on that podcast. We were not uh, let go or fired or uh, whatever uh, um, you may have heard. Uh, we both quit voluntarily. Uh, mainly, I know, um, and um, Mark and I, our reasons were kind of similar. Uh, Mark and I both have full-time jobs, and uh, Mark has a girlfriend. I'm married. Uh, and... Uh, I mean, that's most takes up most of my time. I've got very little time to do uh, extracurricular activities um, because I, my my wife doesn't mind when I podcast when she's home, but I really don't like to do it. Uh, I just feel kind of funny about it, and I would just prefer to get all my uh, extracurricular activities out of my system uh, before my wife gets home from work or if she's if she leaves or something i i do it at that time um some may call me pussy whip that's perfectly fine been married for 12 and a half years and uh you know i it is what it is so anyway things between myself and terrence are fine uh i'm just uh you know i am gonna do my own thing at some point uh but uh i have no beef with terrence at this time yeah, um, I only had a beef with him because he was like, uh, I haven't talked to him, and I haven't said anything to him, and then all of a sudden he puts a bad review on my on my thing because I guess yeah. so you put a bad review and he thought I told you to do that. You know what? I talk shit by myself, Terrence. I told you this millions of times. I don't need to have somebody do it for me. Yeah, and Mark did not. <laughs> Terrence, if you happen to be listening, Mark did not tell me to leave that review. I left it totally of my own accord. I'm going to be changing it to a five-star review, um, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be changing. I took mine off, and I'll write another review because he wrote his review for me. So <laughs> that's kind of not my words that I would have put, but I'll give him a five-star review. And he told me he was sorry and that uh, he'd hoped to salvage our friendship. And I said, dude, I forgive you, but I can't 
you stress me out too much. I can't really talk to you much anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. Like I said you go off you go off the rails too much for me. Well, let's get into some good news. Let's get into this yeah. uh, album by the Dead Daisies, which features Doug Aldrich on guitar, John Karabi vocals, acoustic guitar, David Lowry guitar, Marco Mendoza bass and backing vocals, and Brian Titchy drums. So, how did you get into this album, Jake? Well, uh, once again, uh, because of you, and I, I very much thank you uh, for uh, introducing me to a uh, a new great band. I uh, love this album is excellent. Spoiler alert. Um, I've known obviously. I first heard about John Karabi in the mid 1990s when he uh, replaced uh, Vince Neil and Motley Crue. Uh, at the time, I I wasn't really. Uh, too keen on uh, the Motley Crue with uh, Karabi uh, as the singer, but uh, I've since come to uh, uh, love that album that he did with the crew, uh, and uh, I, I also really like uh, uh, the band that uh, Karabi did with uh, Bruce Kulick, uh, Union. Uh, I got their first album around the time that it came out in 1998. And I think that's a great album, and um, um, I'll actually uh, get more into that album later uh, because it's going to be my album recommendation. Again, spoiler alert, but uh, yeah, basically, uh, you'd asked, you'd said uh, you'd be interested, you wanted to review this album, and uh, being as how it uh, came out just this year, I and I haven't purchased an album that's come out this year as of yet. Um, I went ahead and purchased it, and uh, you'll hear what I have to say, but it uh, will mostly be good. Cool. This is their third album. Their first al- I got into them from their first album. I just heard about them. It had like members from um, Guns N' Roses' new band, like Frank Ferriar and Dizzy Reed, Richard Fortas. They left to go back to Guns N' Roses. And uh, then you, uh, the second album, Revolution, Revolution, was the first album with Karabi on it. Oh. And I've I've heard a couple tracks off of it. I haven't bought it yet, and I'm gonna get it. It has a song called Mexico on it that's really good. Video I put up on the on the Freeform Rock podcast, and and then the new album makes some noise, which they added a new guitar player and Doug Doug Aldridge, who was from White Snake and and Dio's bands. So um, great musicians on this album, especially I love the drummer Brian Titchy. He's been on yeah. so many great albums that I've loved. Uh, he's great freaking drummer. Let's get into this album. Um, Track number one, Long Way to Go. How do you like this song? Yeah, this is a great song, a great album opener. Um, it's, uh, and uh, uh, one thing about uh, Karabi that I really like is he's he's got a very uh, kind of Peter Chris uh, rock and roll rasp in his voice, kind of like Rod Stewart as well. Uh, and I just love that. I, I just love his vocals. Um, he's a great vocalist and a great songwriter as well. Um, and uh, so, uh, yeah, this is a, a great song. Love it. Yeah, I, I like this album, this song a lot. It's the first video off of it. So I like the song, We've Got a Long Way to Go. It just sounds like he's talking about, you know, us as a people, you know, that we're, we're like, we're not getting shit together and we got a long way to go, you know? <laughs> 
especially with this election coming up. <laughs> it's like yeah, fucking seriously. Reality TV, man. I, I want to hear them talk about the issues, not about how many people Bill Clinton slept with and how <laughs> many fucking people uh, Trump has, like, groped or whatever, which are be, uh, becoming out false accusations against him. So I don't freaking know, man. But this... This is this is a great opener to the song. I love it. I love Karabi, and like you said, I didn't I didn't like Karabi at first from uh, the 1994 uh, Motley Crue. It took me a while to get into that album. Now it's my favorite Motley Crue album, and I wish he would have stayed and made me see what Generation Swine would have sounded like with him instead of freaking uh, Vince Neil. But that's eh, a history now, man. It sucks, man. Uh, yeah. Never got to see what happened because the record company forced Neil back into the band. And then we get into track two, We All Fall Down. What do you think of this one? Yeah, this is another great one. Um, a, uh, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, this is just, uh, you know, ass-kicking rock and roll. Um, you know, no frills. Uh, you know, no uh, no, no pretense. It's, you know, it's, it's in, in, in the spirit of ACDC. It's just, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, rock and roll from the cock so to speak um and uh yeah this is a, a great uh, uh you know great one-two punch of uh long way to go and then this um but yeah i like the great song yeah i i love this song man there's not a bad song on this album spoiler alert <laughs> and there's a couple covers on here that i like too yeah this song is really good now i get to my uh, one of my favorite song in a prayer. What do you think of this one? Yeah, this is um, this is my second favorite song on the album. Uh, I really like this song. I really like the, the lyrics um, and the obviously the uh, vocals and uh, just everything about it. But uh, the lyrics in particular um, is, is something that I really like about uh, this particular song. Yeah, great stuff. Yeah, man, it's a great song, man. It's just, the album's just, like, getting better and better as it's going on. I love it, man. It's a great song. I don't really have any... I've been living with this album for, like, two weeks, so I don't have many technical things to talk about it or, like, the lyrics aren't actually in my head. A couple songs, the lyrics are in my head, you know. <laughs> it's like a, the next song, Mainline, now those lyrics are in my head. What do you think of this one? Yeah, this one is just, just breakneck, just relentless. It's uh, just it you know it's like a hundred you know 200 miles an hour and it doesn't let up it's just fucking great you know full throttle rock and roll great stuff yeah it's full throttle rock and roll i like the part where he goes one two three four get my ass off the floor <laughs> <laughs> i could love this song it's got a catchy chorus to it when i think it goes i'm on the street on early I'm on the main line. I like the way he <laughs> sings it, man. Freaking kick ass. And then we, the next song's kind of like "We Will Rock You," but I like it. What do you think about "Make Some Noise"? This is my least favorite song on the album. It's very generic to me. Um, and yeah, that the "We Will Rock You" comparison is is definitely uh, a good one. Um, I mean, I don't hate it. I, you know, it's uh, it's a you know, it's a good you know, it's an it's, it's like it's a it's basically a typical rock and roll anthem. Um, um, you know, uh, I don't, you know, I, it, it's just kind of, you know, it, it's a bit pedestrian for my taste. And um, I don't know, it's kind of, that's like, 
It seems like more suited to like Bon Jovi, who I'm not that crazy about. Um, but uh, you know, I don't hate it. You know, it's just not my cup of tea. Yeah, I don't hate it. it reminds me, of We Were Rocky a lot. I think they should have had a better title track. <laughs> yeah. Know? You know, it's a great album name, but then you hear the song, it's like, man, you just want to go, we will, we will, Rocky. <laughs> yeah. And then we get into song, track number six, uh, cover tra- cover song by uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival, Fortunate Son. What do you think of this one? Well, I love the original, and uh, I actually like this better than the original. This is my third favorite song on the album. Um, uh, just fun. Just fantastic cover, um, and I mean it's it's pretty amazing because to me the the original is pretty flawless. I mean that it's just such a classic uh, song uh, from the '60s, uh, you know. But uh, you know they uh, Dead Daisies, you know, definitely put it on steroids and give it, you know, just a little bit extra. And obviously, uh, Karabi's uh, vocals. Um, I think Karabi's a better singer than uh, John Fogarty myself. Um, so I actually prefer this to the original. Yeah, I was surprised that I preferred it to the original too because Karabi's voice is like, goes, it ain't me, it ain't me. He like strings the me. It's like awesome. It's like it is on steroids. You took the words right out of my mouth, man. This is like a, a great update on a classic song. I love it. And then we get to track number seven, Last Time I Saw the Sun. What do you think of this one? Yeah, this is a great song. Um, this is uh, just, I actually uh, I actually listened to this twice uh, while I was driving home from work today. And uh, I, I love the lyrics. Uh, uh, and I... I, uh, it's just you know, it it's great uh, you know kick-ass rock and roll uh, with uh, no filler, love it. Yeah, it's a it's a great song. <laughs> I like <laughs> it. Just sounds like he's he's not, he's up all the time. And he never sees the sun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love this song. I was listening to it on the way to the store today too. It it, it really is a no frills rocker. Then we get to track number eight, mine all mine. Kind of reminds me of Van Halen a little bit. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> what do you think about this? Yeah, definitely not like the Van Halen song in any way, shape, or form. I mean, I actually like that Van Halen song. Um, but yeah, this is, uh, you know, just more kick-ass rock and roll. And uh, yeah, it's... Uh, I um, it uh, This almost made it to my, uh, my, my three favorites. Um, but uh, I decided to go with uh, another one coming up instead for number one. And I've already named number two and number three. But, yeah, this is a great fucking song. Yeah, it's a great fucking song. It's not like the Van Hagar song. I love the Van Hagar song. And hopefully I'll get to do a review on it one day with the Rock and Metal Combat podcast. I hope so, too. <laughs> I know. I'm still waiting for it. But I wonder if they don't want to have me on there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But it was great, man, the way they were, like, bagging on me, and I was going back and forth with them, that was cool. Yeah, I didn't yeah. take any offense to them. Then we get to track number nine, How Does It Feel? What do you think of this one? Yeah, this is another great one. Um, this is, you know, it, it's, uh, uh, you know, great uh, rock and roll. Um, and uh, you'd mentioned uh, Brian Titchy, the drummer. Yeah, he is a fucking great drummer. Um, and uh, actually, all the all the musicians are, are excellent. 
Um, and uh, but but Brian Titchy in particular, I mean, he's a fucking he's a powerhouse on drums. Great stuff. Yeah, he's a powerhouse. He was on that Sweet and Lynch album, which I'm hoping he's going to be on the second one too. Cause I really love that album. And Michael Sweet was talking about it on the Eddie Trunk podcast. Says, yeah, we already got it lined up. It says we want to make it more like a freaking dock and tooth and nail album, you know, really hard and fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first one was more melodic, melodic rock, and now we want to go faster and harder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this song is good. I like it a lot. It's a great, good rocker. And then we get to ten, track number 10, Freedom. What do you think of this one? This is my favorite song on the album. Uh, love everything about it. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, it's... Uh, you know, it's just a song about freedom and, you know, love that, you know, absolutely love that. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's great. Uh, it's a great kick-ass song. And, yeah, it's uh, just all all great. Yeah, it's a great kick-ass song. I like it a lot, too. And uh, freedom, man, I hope our freedom doesn't get taken away one day. I'm scared of this election. <laughs> Another day yeah. of election. You know, I don't know who's going to do what or what's going to happen. You know, Trump could be lying through his mouth, but I already know Hillary's lying. Trump is the wild card for me, so. He's like, uh, God, this is killing me. I wish the election was over already. Then we get to track number 11, all the same. What do you think of this one? Yeah, this is a gr another great one. Um, obviously, uh, he's uh, singing about a, about a woman in his life, uh, or maybe uh, more than one woman in his life. But, uh, yeah, he kind of, he definitely uh, kind of hits the nail on the head uh, with regard to that. Um, it's uh, kind of, when it's good, it's good. When it's bad, it's bad sometimes when you're in a relationship or married or what have you. Um, it's, uh, it's a roller coaster for sure. And this song uh, definitely uh, is uh, a good... Uh, definitely uh, describes it well uh, it's a great song yeah it's it's a good relationship song it tells you about the ups and downs the ebbs and flows man yeah, yeah I, I like I like Robbie his lyrics are, are really good like Uncle Jack from uh, uh, 4 from uh, the self title crew album that's one of my favorite songs off the album talking about he's really personal with his lyrics and I like how an artist will let you into their their world once in a while, you know, without yeah. being like a reality show. And then uh, we get to the second cover on the album, which was the is from the Who joined together. What do you think of this one? Yeah, this is. Uh, I'm not. I don't like the original. Um, this one was a little bit better than the original. A little bit more rocking, and uh, I. Uh, I do prefer Roger Daltrey as a singer to uh, Karabi. Um, I've been a Who fan for over 30 years, so I've uh, I, I, I kind of have a uh, very I have a soft spot in my heart for the Who. And uh, Roger Daltrey is one of my favorite vocalists. He's in my top five of favorite uh, rock vocalists for sure. Um, and as far as this cover, um, I thought it was I thought it was okay. Um, I. Uh, I, I like this a little bit better than Make Some Noise, but not much. Um, just because I'm, I really don't like the original. So the, you know, the cover really didn't change my opinion. 
Yeah, but at least it didn't have those keyboards in it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, that's why. I, I, I thought it was more rocking. Yeah, I, I like this song. Uh, it's like you said, it's not my favorite. It's up there with makes and noise, and I was kind of surprised to hear it. Doesn't it sounds weird hearing somebody else sing it besides Roger Daltrey? Because he is a fabulous vocalist, man. I love it, and uh, I love this album. There's a couple slower songs I joined together and uh, makes the noise, but as a whole, man, out of nine songs is freaking awesome to be awesome. You know, <laughs> out of twelve. Yeah, no, it is a great album, and uh, thank you again for uh, uh, hipping me to it. I mean, ten songs. <laughs> My yeah. math was bad. So, what are your favorite three? I think number one was Freedom, right? Yeah, number one is Freedom. Uh, number two is Song and a Prayer, and number three is the cover of Fortunate Son. Cool. So, uh, do you have any albums you want to recommend to people? Yeah, I'm gonna recommend uh, the first album by Union. Uh, that Union was the band that uh, Karabi did with uh, Bruce Kulick, um, and uh, this is their uh, their debut album was released in 1998, um, and it's really great. It's a really great album, especially if you're a, a fan of Bruce Kulick. Um, because uh, when Bruce Kulick was in Kiss, uh, obviously he was pretty restricted as to as to what he could do with you know on guitar. Um, you know he kind of had to uh, tailor it to the Kiss sound. Uh, but with Union, he got to basically do whatever the hell he wanted, and he certainly did on this album. Uh, he. Him and uh, Karabi and a gentleman named Kurt Cuomo uh, wrote all of the songs on the album, except for uh, except for one that uh, Karabi wrote by himself. Um, and uh, uh, Kurt Cuomo actually uh, co-wrote a number of the songs on the Kiss album Carnival of Souls as well. Um, so if you like that album uh, and you like uh, Karabi, uh, you should definitely check out... Uh, Union, um, and uh, this album is—it's uh, available on iTunes. Uh, you know, it's—it's uh, it's great. Uh, it's definitely got kind of a '90s uh, sound to it, uh, but it—it's not—it's uh, not as blatant of a ripoff of, of alternative or grunge as uh, the Kiss album *Carnival of Souls* was. Uh, this is more. Uh, just uh, kind of taking uh, the taking, I guess, grunge and alternative, and uh, just basically rocking, you know, rocking it out, uh, making it. Uh, it's very catchy, uh, and yeah, if you're uh, if you like Kulik and you like Karabi, you definitely want to check out Union. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. I've heard so much, so many good things about that band. Yeah, and, uh, they're great. Yeah, I, I want to check it out. And then my, my pick of the the day is uh, Fly Me Courageous by uh, Driving and Crying. It's from 1990. has this title track, Fly Me Courageous, Chain Reaction, Let's Go Dancing. It's kind of like rock alternative. Kind of like a... It's like more rock to me. But I, I thought this was a great band. And I wish I could have made some more albums. I think they have a couple more after this debut album. So I like it a lot. But I wanted to ask you a question. It's something I read today. Uh, what do you think about the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame considering putting in Alanis Morissette? 
I hate Alanis Morissette. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I mean, I don't put any stock in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, I, I'm, I'm with uh, Ralph and Ian on, on it. I think it's a, it's a, you know, it, it it's totally, uh, well, you know, it's, it's run. I know one of the people who, uh, not is, is on the board or whatever is, uh, Jan Wenner from Rolling Stone and Rolling Stone is, uh, you know, fuck, you know, terrible. Um, and, but yeah, I saw your post and I guess, uh, it was Alanis Morissette and who else? PJ Harvey, Tupac. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam I'm okay with. But. Yeah, Pearl, Pearl Jam's fine. It, um, as far as... Uh, Tupac, no. I don't think that rap artists should be... I agree with Gene that Gene Simmons that rap artists shouldn't be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, rock and Roll and rap are two totally separate genres and... You know, I, I, I'm an NWA. I've been an NWA fan for almost 30 years, but I don't think they belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, it's not rock and roll. No, and they do have a hip hop Hall of Fame, but it doesn't get as much, uh, what do you call, media exposure as the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. This is why I think they put those rap artists in there so they don't look racist. But how are you racist when you have Chuck Berry and Jimi Hendrix in there? <laughs> yeah, I. You know, it's, I don't, you know, I just don't put any stock in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, yeah, I, I am totally against Alanis Morissette and PJ Harvey. I don't like either of them. Um, particularly Alanis Morissette. I think, I, I think she, I never, I've never liked her. I, I don't like her voice. I don't like anything about her. And, um, yeah, I... No. <laughs> well, it, it makes no sense to put somebody in there who doesn't contribute much to music anymore. And when they did, yeah. they were they burned out really quick. I think, what, second album dropped big time? From oh, the first. yeah. It's like, yeah. she has... Nobody goes, who inspired you? Alanis Morissette. Nobody's been inspired by Alanis Morissette. Uh, freaking uh, what's that? That new that newer group uh, that freaking has a female singer that sings metal hard rock. She's inspired by Doro and freaking Pat Benatar and Anna Wilson and Iron Maiden and stuff like that. She doesn't say Alanis Morris Hailstorm. Yeah, uh, Lizzie Hale is not in. She's inspired by Lita Ford. Nobody's inspired by freaking Alanis Morissette. Now the two bands that have inspired many, 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 many bands and still going strong today. Judas Priest and Iron Maiden and fucking Alanis Morissette is getting nominated before them. What a fucking travesty. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's so many. Uh, Deep Purple hasn't been inducted either, have No, they, they got inducted last year, finally. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know, but but it, it took a while. I mean... They only got in because of Lars. Yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> Lars said he's getting them in. So, yeah. Well, the, they have other bands that were nominated last year that I don't really care about it. I just like to see them getting recognized. The Cars, yeah, one should be in there. They've inspired many Weezer and all this stuff, and even uh, Rick Ocasek produced a couple Weezer albums there. And um, and yes, I think Yes should be in there big time. They inspired so many, even non-professional yeah. rockers with their playing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to get that out there because I just want to tell people that are 
on my show that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame fucking sucks too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I no. I, I don't. Have, I don't put any credence in it at all. I, it's no. <laughs> yeah, it's a piece of shit. Well, thank you, Jake, and uh, you'll be on again, hopefully. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, man. You have a great day, brother. You too. Thank right, you thank again. You. All right. Bye. All right, bye.
Those are some kick-ass tracks. Now I want to promote some podcasts from my friends. We got Metal Raps. We got the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast with Dr. Fuck, Rob Vieira, and Ian Wadley. One-on-one with Mitch LaFon. Talking Metal, Cheap Trick with Cheap Track with Ken Mills. And in Podkiss, The Kiss Room. Focus on Metal, Decibel Geek with Aaron with Aaron Camaro and uh, Chris Sinzak. And in Zilch, a Monkeys Podcast. And then I'd like to also promote the Eddie Trunk Podcast and the Cap- Cassius Morris Show, man. These guys are kick-ass podcasts. And I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. And God bless, man.